the EP podcast. Heard everywhere podcasts can be found, and always at the eppodcast.com. Welcome to another week of the EP Podcast. My name is Chris Lanuti. Hannah's sitting down at the other end of my nine-foot homemade oak bar. Nice to see you finally make it out. Yeah. Uh, obviously, the weather got good enough for you to, to make your way over here. A 70-degree temperature <laughs> change kind of helps. It's like we have to sneak you in when, you, when your very warm New Orleans blood can make it through the city. Yeah. I but, like it. Yep. I like it. Well, I'm, gl- I'm glad to see you. You might have to go back in hibernation at any moment as the weather changes constantly <laughs> around here. Uh, we have a lot to do. First off, this episode is sponsored by Unidad, a Latin kitchen and bar. Remember, Unidad brings together family homemade recipes and craft cocktails to create a one-of-a-kind eating experience. They are taking reservations right now for Valentine's Day. We're going to talk a little Valentine's Day coming up here on the show. Ooh la la. You can go get a romantic prefix dinner. That's like several courses if I remember right how that works, okay? Yes, and it's, it's for 65 bucks. That's what your dinner is. Get yourself a table. Give them a call, 708-529-0911. We'll get a little bit more into what they're doing later on in the program. All right, we got lots to talk about. We are going to visit Flakefest in this episode, okay? And we are going to visit the library's sip and sample event. Both of those happening over the weekend. Plus, we got to talk Valentine's Day because that's this week as well. And I want to kick it off with you are having some massive issue picking up a couple of blankets for my wife, which is the most ridiculous story ever. So we're just we're just going to jump into the stupidest thing that I've heard all week long. So tell, tell everybody this story. So first of all, I'll set the scene. I do several different podcasts. One of them is called Socks in the Basement. It covers the White Sox. Uh, it is still and consistently has been for the last several months. The most downloaded White Sox podcast that's out there. Comes out every week. It's only a half hour. I'm in shock that it's doing so well. I, I go look it up on different sites that show downloads. It's blowing everybody out of the water, including the professionals. So I don't know where that comes from. We're just very fortunate. It's very exciting. So anyway, we go to Sox Fest. We have a great time there. The kids came to visit. Okay. Erica came with the kids for like one day on this Saturday that it was happening. There was like a blizzard outside. Everybody was kind of like trapped in the in the house. And she's like, can we just come down and hang out in the room and go in the pool? I'm like, sure. So they spend the night. They leave early in the morning. And I was like, make sure you got all your stuff, kids. I had to stay for Sunday at Saxfest. And they're like, we got it, Dad. And I must have checked that room three times. I checked that room three times before I checked out that day because I was convinced they left something behind. And I didn't find anything. I went through all the closets or whatever. I'm convinced the three-year-old just hid stuff. Like he was picking up things and hiding them. So I think it was like, Two blankets and a truck or something? Two blankets and one truck. Two blankets and a truck. Now, my philosophy was, it's their fault for leaving it behind. They just lost two blankets and a truck. But my wife wanted the two blankets and a truck back. And you work a block from no, the Hilton downtown? More like 10 blocks. 10 blocks. Yeah. She's convinced it's a block. So she's inconvenienced you more than I thought she had convenienced you. <laughs> okay, so 10 blocks away, go ahead and pick up the story. Because you were supposed to go over to the Hilton and pick up the two blankets and a truck Left behind. We've already told them somebody was going to come and pick it up. So, so go ahead and tell me what happened. So I get to the Hilton. I find a place to park that didn't cost $61 because the Hilton wanted $61. How much did I, it cost? I, Please I tell me I don't owe you. Do, do I owe you money? $6. I owe you 6 bucks. Yeah. I'll give you 6 bucks. No, you don't owe me 6 You know what? Bucks. Erica will give you 6 bucks for sending no, you on I this went, cockamamie I went adventure. During, I tried going during lunch yesterday. And I pull up and I just pulled up in the valet. So I just need to run to the security desk. I'll be in here for five minutes and that's it. 
is a flat rate of $61 to park. Flat rate, $61, unless that come like after a certain time at night. So what if you just got to run up to the desk for somebody? Still want $61? Yeah, they wouldn't let me like hold my car there for a few minutes. Or being what complete. a bunch of jerks. They were being jerks. So finally, I just like sped out of there. I was like, I got with the Hilton. I do. So anyways, I went tonight. I found, you know, a couple blocks away. There was a much cheaper lot. So I just parked in there. Oh, uh, Hannah, you had to park several blocks away now. Not several. Uh, two. 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 All right. Well, I walk in. For two blankets. Two kid blankets. And though. a truck. And a truck. Don't forget the truck. This so, is going to cost more money than the two blankets and a truck would have cost before this well, is all over. So I walk in and there's a lot going on. There's, um, I don't know if it's Wounded Warrior or a Paralympics, but there are these uh, wheelchair hockey athletes that were there all checking in. There's probably 50 of them. So there's a lot going on. So I finally found my way back to the security office. And I got buzzed in and there's this guy who looks very grumpy sitting behind the counter and told him, I said, I have a very special, important pickup to make. And he said, what? So I pulled up my phone from Erica and looking at the text message, said, looking for two blankets, told him what the blankets look like, and a truck. I said, they were left in room, you know, 1297 or whatever. Whatever it was, yeah. And, you know, the dates that y'all were there. And he looks it up. He goes, Chris and Erica? I said, Lanuti? He goes, yep, that's them. He's like, uh, let me see your ID. I'm like, well, I'm not them. I'm, they sent me to pick them up. He's like, well, do you have an email? Stating that you have permission. I said, no, I have a text message. And I handed it to him. He had to call his boss. And his boss wouldn't accept the Are you text kidding me? Yeah, wouldn't accept See, the text this is message. What's, this is what's ridiculous so, about this. So you have to email the head of security at the Hilton. He gave me the email address. Give them my name that I will be coming by with a description in the email of the items that are being picked up. And then when I get there, I present my photo ID and then they will give me the items. But it's for two blankets and a Let truck. Let me get this straight. The hotel thinks that there's a possibility. This is why the world is nuts now. The world is nuts now because there's no common sense anymore. Can you imagine, let's say 20 years ago, somebody doing that to you? No. Not a chance. No. But now in this crazy, mixed up, insane world that we live in, somebody has the idea in their head that it's possible, just possible, that you have put together an entire scheme that you hacked their database to find out the description of the blankets, that you that you want that truck and those two blankets so badly that you've created this story where you know the names of the people, you know the room they were in, you have the text messages telling you the description of the blankets, you have all these different things. You're not picking up the Hope Diamond. You're nope. not picking up a wallet. Chris, you're they're in the vault. Up, you're, they're in a vault they for told crying me, out loud. Yes, the blankets and the truck, I said at... Um, I told the security guy that someone Where, told what Erica. Is going on? Someone told Erica they would hold it behind the desk. He goes, "Oh no, we lock everything in the vault." In the vault. I'm like, "Oh, in the vault." In the vault. In Two the vault. blankets in a truck. In the vault. In the vault. You need to have a photo ID and an email stating permission that you could do it from a valid. Yes. How do they know? How do they know that now you won't go home, go on Hotmail, let's say, and create an email account? In my wife's name. I could. And then email yourself permission. I should do that. From and my just wife's go in email there account. And show that you how just use her work. name. You just use her first and last name and like a couple of numbers after it or something like that. Just create an email account. I really should. And now rob the vault of the two blankets and the and oh, Chris, we've I'm already cracked the our security. I want to see if we can get this out by tricking them. I don't want to give you the stuff that you need. I want to see if we can trick them. And then I can call up and be like, that isn't my wife's email. Like, I want to cause trouble now because they've caused trouble to me <laughs> over this.
now time for the EP podcast Word on the Street. Here's what's going on in Evergreen Park. Make your plans now for Sunday, February 24th, 2 p.m. to 6 p.m. That is when the Evergreen Park Community High School Music Boosters fundraiser will occur at Jacobs Well, 3450 West Maple Street. Adults $25, seniors $20, kids 18 and under $15. All of that's going to the music department to purchase theatrical props, equipment, costumes for summer camps and scholarships. Advanced tickets are available now. Email epchsmusicboosters at gmail.com. Remember, the Village Pantry is now open from 9.30 in the morning till 1.30 p.m. every Friday. You have an inquiry about the Village Pantry at 2700 West 98th Place. Call 708-422-8776. That is your word on the street. And this is what happened when the EP podcast went to the sip and sample at the EP library this Saturday night. Food to sample from all over the area and drinks to sip and good times. What's your name? Suzanne Rizzo. Suzanne, you're at the Sip and Sample. What's the best thing about this so far? Like, where, what have you tried, tasted, had a drink of that's the best, uh, best at Sip and Sample this year? I have to say the Evergreen Park community. I moved away three years ago, so the people are what I'm enjoying tonight. So not the food? Well, that's good, too, but I like the people the best. Okay, you're not going to start eating people, though, are you? I would never. Okay, good. Good. I was, you made me nervous for a second. What's your name? Uh, Julie Herbick. And what is the best thing about the Sip and Sample? Um, all the books, I have to say. I love coming to the library to look at all the books, and I just got to the Sip and Sample, so I don't know you. Ask me later, and I'll tell you. So you showed up, and you were like, I just want to get a book, and all these people oh, are drinking. I haven't started yet. I just got here. Oh, okay. So I always have to look at the books first. All right, well, here's a little tip. The little tiny free beers are not big enough. Get some beer tickets. And they ran out of the egg roll, so I was about to steal it. Look at that over there, Margaret. Oh. <laughs> what's your name? Hi, I'm Jen Collins. Hi, Jen. And what's the best thing that you've had tonight at the Sip and Sample? Oh, we haven't gotten very far. Um, actually, You're just sitting back here, like reading some nonfiction. No, no, we only got to a few tables because we got here kind of late. But um, it seems to me like you just got yourselves a glass of wine and started yeah. gabbing here next to the. Next to the, uh, what do we got here? Oh, look at this. Business Builders and Broadcasting. This is right up my alley. That's the book right next to you. And you're just drinking back here in, the, in between the aisles. The, um, the Irish egg rolls. Is that what those are over there? Those were really good. Seriously, it's like all everybody's eating around here. They better they better make more of them. Everybody I ask says it's the best thing that's out here. What's your name? Antonia Reed. Okay. And and uh, is it also egg rolls for you? Or have you, have you done more than just sit back here and, and drink amongst the, uh, you have been. You've been sitting back here drinking in the aisle. Yes, I have. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a fun time. Been a lot of sipping going on. A lot of sipping. Can I bug you guys for a second? Yeah, what's up? I'm with the EP podcast, the Evergreen Park podcast. Have you ever heard of it? We have, yeah. You have? Do you listen to it? Oh, I haven't yet. So you heard of it and you were like, no chance. <laughs> like, I'm not listening to that drivel. What is the best part about sipping samples so far? What have you tried? Um, I like go- trying out the Russians that I haven't tried before. Uh, I like the Reuben roll, which I have tried before, but it was I, from Foxes. I didn't believe that yeah. that was like something. That was amazing that they. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know they did that. And um, the beef, where is that from? Unidad. Unidad was Unidad. really good. Yeah. Unidad. It was good here, but I'm telling you, in person at that place, it's even better. They're actually the sponsor of this week's show, and um, they, yeah, they are. They're they're sponsoring the EP podcast, and when you go in there in person, we we take our out of town guests there, kind of like check out whatever Green Park has. Oh, it's trendy. Yeah, it is. Pretty good yeah. stuff. 
It's not a chain, and it's just like nice, and the atmosphere and the drinks too. What's the best part about Sip and Sample? It's a nice evening. There's lots of food, and um, everybody's very friendly. What's the best thing you ate? Oh, that's a tough question because that would be putting one chef against the other. Yeah, pit somebody against the other. One, <laughs> two chefs enter. One chef leaves. Um, the Red Palm has a very good oh, vodka yeah, the vodka. Yeah. Um, pasta, and then I liked the Aliola broccoli pasta, but I don't remember. I think that was Baracos. Baracos did the the broccoli one, but this one here with the vodka sauce was really good. Yes. And that's from Red Palm. That was good. You like that one? Yes, I What's did. the best sip that you've had? I'm very picky about wine. They don't have any anything sweet enough. So. Really? You want to yes. start doing some beers? We'll go get some beers. Me and you. Come beer. on. We're going to do some craft beer. Open Outcry's got their beer here. We're going to You don't want some? No, I'm looking for All right, for we'll Moscato. go. Me and you will go get some beers. Moscato. We'll go get some beers, me and you. Moscato. And then I'll drink both of them. <laughs> <laughs> Looking for something fun and unique in Evergreen Park? You should try Unidad, a Latin kitchen and bar. Unidad brings together family homemade recipes and craft cocktails to create a -a one-of-a-kind eating experience. Plus, every Friday, enjoy happy hour specials from 3.30 to 6 p.m. And Unidad is currently open for dinner on Sundays with half-priced bottles of wine for a limited time. Unidad, a Latin kitchen and bar located at 3339 West 95th Street in the heart of Evergreen Park. Learn more at unidadrestaurant.com. Unidad is now currently accepting reservations for Valentine's Day. Enjoy a romantic prefix dinner for just $65. Call 708-529-0911 to reserve your table today at Unidad, a Latin kitchen and bar. It's the middle of the show song. 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 Chris had nothing to put here, so he put this song. It's the middle of the show song. I want to make sure I'm saying your name right when I'm doing it, though. It's Seidel. Nikki Seidel. I'm sorry the guest mic is so short. <laughs> I can <Hey>. move. For, <laughs> me, <laughs> move. for me, it's not an issue. <laughs> we have short guests. Yes. We, we, we're looking for short people in stature to talk to. Because we have a short it. microphone stand yes. for the guests tonight. Yes. So how did it go tonight so far? I mean, we're oh, in the middle I, of Sip and Sample, but right. it just looks like a rousing success. I Yes, yes. I think this has been actually our, our most successful sip and sample to date we had the first one um i don't remember three years ago okay we skipped a year and then we had one last year and this year but i think it's just grown i'm giving myself credit for this one i know that you oh yeah i'm I'm not gonna you know you're probably like you're crazy but i i pushed down to bailey for at least a good three four months like you need to have this event yes and and then she probably pushed you and now it's a rousing success so i'm going to claim credit for this one i'm going to say this is all me of course <laughs> and well deserved, Chris. Well deserved. It, I would know, expect nothing less from him. Just yes. so you know. Yes. So, so how, we'll have to get you involved in every event uh, then. Always, definitely. I'm, I'm all in. Um, how hard is it to get some of the, like, are the local businesses like, yes, I'm in, or is it difficult to walk around? Because I know, like, some of them, like, I mean, like, I know Open Outcry. He just kind of showed up, dropped off his beer for you, and he's like, I'm in. Like, yes. I know John Brand over at Open Outcry. He's a nice he, guy. He's a And he's probably guy. like, you walk in, you're like, we're doing a sip and sample. He's like, I'm in. Yes. And I'll just give you beer. But I yes. mean, it, it must be like, I mean, like, is it hard to get all the businesses on board with it or are they ready to go? Um, no, most of them are. And, and since we've done this three years, they kind of know what to expect. We start in November and I send out 
almost like um, response cards to a wedding so that they can respond <laughs> that they're great idea yeah. you know what they're going to donate and right. whether we have to pick it up or yeah. are they going to deliver donate it the fish or the beef right and right. some of the ones you know i mean like to t- we usually um, put 200 people it's kind of a high in the sky number and but this one we started a approaching that number with right. pre-registration so um we tell our donors that we expect a certain amount of people usually 125 and that they can donate in whatever um, amount they want you know because some some would be kind of it would be difficult for some businesses right. to donate for that amount i didn't have the expectation that this was going to be as big as it oh, was okay. i'm going to admit that to you i was like i was like oh probably like 50 people here yeah. They have some chicken wings. Yeah. There'll be some beers, and it'll be it. This is amazing. I'm yeah. just like taken aback by how great it yeah. is. It, it's a wonderful event, Nikki. Well, thank you for saying so. It's it's a it's a group effort, that's for sure. Um, but we have a kind of a reputation for having fun events because we've done so many different ones. You know, we did live Clue and we did um, murder mystery dinners, and we've done you know margaritas in the library, and it just we've done so many of these events that people have have an expectation that they're going to have a good time and you know what there's i mean how many places are there where you can gather with your neighbors like this there's not too many that anymore no it's just fun and and everybody kind of gets together and you know what 25 bucks you know one of the comments i got from somebody when we were walking around because we walked around talked to people Mm -hmm. with our little mobile recorder tonight and one of the comments was that they love this because it's in a centralized location and people from different areas of Evergreen yes. Park that would not normally hang out right. w- come to this thing. Yes. And, uh, as opposed to, the, you know, like the Northwest Quadrant stays with the Northwest Quadrant, mm-hmm. the Southeast Quadrant's hanging out at their right. own spot. Everybody's here tonight. Right. And it's, or your church. I mean, right. it's not, it's not some, but uh, a select group. But that's the library in general. I yeah. mean, that's, that's yes. what's cool about the library in general. Yeah. Now, clean yeah. up tomorrow. How many half-empty wine uh, glasses oh are going to be found goodness. in the periodicals? You know what? We went with the stemless. That's a stemmed glass, but I we know, went I with the stemless stem because we can put it in the dishwasher. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> Tomorrow morning, we'll feel hungover even though we didn't drink. Just because, you know, <laughs> just because it's so much. It's a lot of work and just a lot of, um, you know, stress beforehand. But do you find, like, maybe, like, a week later, like, somebody left a chicken wing oh in a book or, like, no, what happens? but we last week, we had um, a, the piano a, a piano player came yeah. and we had the after hours wine and cheese event and we found we found a glass in the stacks like yes. on a Tuesday on Tuesday yes. like yes. several days later yes yeah hopefully you next know, to like Clifford the, the big the, red dog the red, like yeah. I, that's what I want <laughs> hopefully it wasn't Mommy, in the that? children's right. department but yeah no I think it was in the adult hopefully in the adult stacks but yeah. that's awesome well yes. Nikki it was a great success I think oh thank and you it so looks much wonderful. Kristen thank you so much for joining well, us Well, we were tonight. honored you even had us come tonight. Oh, are you it's kidding? Just, it's just very no. nice of you to have us. No, anything we can do. Thank you. And I hear that you're doing a podcast. You're doing a program for us on podcasts. Yes, yes, I am. I'm doing a program here at the library. I've looked at all the things you do, and I figure I figure if you can have a class on how to jar pickles. Oh, how then, about it? Then I can do a class on how to podcast. <laughs> yes. Okay. And I, we put the EP podcast logo in the newsletter. I, somebody told me that tonight. Yes. I did not expect you to do that. That is so nice of you to do. 
So I, I, I heard I that you put that since in you're there. doing the program, typically we wouldn't, but you right. know, you're doing the program, so it's going to be great. That was really nice of you. So yeah. I'm looking forward to doing that, and I'm going to be part of the Living Library. Yes. I met, I met Virginia up front, yes. who's, who's had a lung transplant, a lung and is one of the few people that has survived this long yes. with a as lung long transplant, as she has. and she's in the Living Library, she and, is. And, she's, and I was April like, I'm in the Living 7th, Library too, and all I'm going to do is April talk 7th. about how I have a yeah. podcast. She's much cooler than me. Well, we're looking for we're looking for our books. Okay. So, so you're looking for people who have interesting stories yes. to tell to be a book. Right. And oh. and stand in a library. So yes. if somebody's interested, even ha- do mean, they call you be, or what do they do? Um, there's actually an online application on our website, okay. evergreenparklibrary.org. But it could be somebody too. I mean, it, it could be somebody um, whose lifestyle might be a little bit different than somebody else's. Oh. It's a way for people who maybe would be at cross purposes normally to sit down together and just talk. I mean, a lot of times these misconceptions um, and stereotypes evolve because we don't ever sit down and talk to anybody. I think you're right about that. And I mm-hmm. think with the, with the way social media is now, we're more divided than we were when we didn't have it and we actually yeah. would speak to somebody. I always right. make the comparison of I used to do a lot of travel and I would go to an airport bar and I'd be on a layover. And I'd meet everybody at the bar for two hours, and we'd all talk about our lives with each other. I'd never see them again. Yeah. And now if I sit in an airport bar, everybody just looks at their phone. Yeah, and, and, right. And no, no, that's nobody, true. nobody talks to each other. Right. And, and, you know, I did radio from the West Coast to the East Coast over a 10-year period. And you know what? Most people are pretty much the same in this country. Mm-hmm. You think everybody's different. But in reality, when you've lived in several different parts, they're all the same. Right. And I think that comes from getting out there and talking to people. So I think it's a great idea that you're doing this. I think yeah. it should be a lot of fun. Yeah, I hope so, too. I yeah. hope it's successful. So so Living Library. Yes. Reach out on the website. Yes. Right? And, and if you have a great story or if you have something unique right. that you want to talk about, definitely do that. Sip and sample. We're going to do this every month, right? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> or maybe no. every quarter. Oh, my God. Or every six months? Well, I'm going to let you get back to the party. Thank you so much. Thank you so Thank much you. for joining us. Now we have to find somebody else who's short enough for that microphone. I know. <laughs> I'll look around. Give me more loving than I've ever had Make it all better when I'm feeling sad Tell me that I'm special even when I know I'm not Make me feel good when I hurt so bad Barely getting mad, I'm so glad I found you I love being around you You make it easy As easy as one, two, one, two, three There's one thing do three words for you. I love you. There's only one way to say those three words. That's what I'll do. I love you. Give me more loving from the very start. Piece me back together when I fall apart. Tell me things you never even tell your closest friends. Make me feel good when I hurt so bad Best thing that I've had I'm so glad I found you Love being around you You make it easy As easy as one, two, one, two, three There's one thing to do Three words for you I love you There's only one way to say that's what I'll do. I love you. I love you. I love you.
Annie, you got big plans for Valentine's Day? Huh. Cooking a steak and lobster tails. Oh, you're fancy. I know. Oh, you're fancy. We're fancy. Is it, so you stay at home, though. You're not going yeah, out to any restaurants we, or anything we, no, like that? No, I've been trying my hardest to not spend a ridiculous amount of money on Valentine's Day. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, like flowers, like I buy flowers for my wife every once in a while on any other day, and they're nothing. And then all of a sudden, roses become really expensive for like well, yeah. three or four days in there. You know what I'm saying? And so we're going to a hockey tournament, and we leave on Valentine's Day to go like to South Bend for my kid because he's, he's in a hockey tournament. So she told me, she's like, don't get me any flowers. We'll do Valentine's Day after, so, which is great. So this year, roses are costing me like nine ninety nine. <laughs> Walgreens you know, for the candy remember, the day after. When we were younger, roses meant a lot. But I was so lucky because when I went to go pick her up, and this is a this is a real true story about the first we started dating right before Valentine's Day. Like I did one of the worst things that a single guy could do. Start dating a new girl right before Valentine's Day. Yeah, bad move. Yeah. And I just gone on like one date with her. And now Valentine's Day is coming and we like make plans. And I'm like, do I really want to spend all this money on flowers? I don't even know if there's going to be a third date. You know, I mean, like, that's the, the mindset that I had. And uh, so what I did was I had heard from one of her friends that her favorite kind of roses were yellow roses. So I got one yellow rose. It's probably what you could afford. I was, like, the- <laughs> yeah, I was like, one yellow rose. So I go, I go to the house, and here's the funny thing. She lived in Wheeling, West Virginia. She had just moved back there. So every boy in the neighborhood was waiting for her. She was a cheerleader. She was, like, popular. Like, she's very, very pretty. Still is, but it just, you know... Beautiful young girl. She had an, she had a guy who uh, she had been engaged to for a short amount of time, but she had broken it off. And like he was still trying to win her back. So I show up. There are flowers everywhere. There are two dozen roses from one person. There's some other kid standing on the porch. She's coming down. To, he's, he's taking a shot. He's like, this is the girl he's been in love with his entire life. Like everybody's got these flowers. And she's standing on her. And she's like, just flowers are coming from like everybody. And I show up for my date with my one yellow rose and I'm like there's absolutely like I did not bring enough and then and then everybody kind of leaves and I'm standing there for our date and she looks at me and she goes is that for me and I go yeah she walks right over she takes this big giant vase with the two dozen red roses in it and dumps them in the garbage (gasps) and drops the yellow rose in and then and then we go out on our date so I have always lucked out with being able to when I think roses are too expensive I just get her the one yellow rose and it's romantic but it saves me a ton of money well, I saved, I saved my husband a ton of money. So when we first started dating, we were dating long distance, right, right. you know, New Orleans and Chicago. He would send me, you know, roses and it would be like the FTD or whatever it was. And I felt bad. He would send them to me and they would be so pretty. And I'm allergic to just about any flower. But he doesn't know this. I didn't have the heart to tell him. So what I would do, I would take them out of the box. You should tell him. They cost a lot of money, I would put them in the vase. I would tie a ribbon around it, make it look real pretty. Put some saran wrap over them. I would take a picture of it so I could remember this. And then I would throw them away. Oh, my God. Well, this happened, I think, four times. He would send me roses, you know, you know, by ordering them online. And finally, I had to tell him, I can't. Them. I said, right. they're beautiful. I said, it breaks my heart that I have to throw them out. <laughs> I can't keep I them. Can, you know, he, he's a nicer guy than me. I'd have been like, whoa, whoa, whoa hold on a second, <laughs> sweetheart. I spent a lot of money on these roses. He apologized. <laughs> I'd be like, you owe me some money back. He said, like, I should have asked you if you were allergic. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, so now one of the things I am disappointed about, though, is I really want to do it in this hockey tournament got in the way, is that Unida is having the 
the big Valentine's thing. You know, and they have it's that I love Lucy. dinner that they're doing. It's 65 bucks and, and, and they're taking reservations for it. I mean, like, I wanted to do that because we've gone there several times and I like going to that place. And we, you know, I brought you in there before, too. The mm-hmm. food's great. And I was I was going to to take her there for Valentine's Day and I can't, you know, I mean, I'm going to have to like maybe do like like I want to try the thing on Sundays. They do like the the wine. They do like half bottle prices of oh, wine yeah. now on Sundays and they got happy hour on Fridays, if I'm not mistaken, where they open up a little early. They normally open like four, four thirty, but three thirty on Fridays with like specials and happy hour and stuff like that. But the thing I definitely wanted to do was the Valentine's thing and I can't do it. Oh, man. I mean, I, I, I and you know, they're a proud sponsor of the show this week. So uh, since we brought it up, I just want to mention if you want to reserve for Valentine's Day, they can be reached at 708-529-0911, 708-529-0911. And remember, that's a uh, uh, prefix dinner, which I think is like several courses. The food is spectacular. There. Oh, it is. If you're looking for something, I mean, 65 bucks. You know what and you're won reser- me over? You're reserving for dinner. And in a world where Valentine's Day can get way out of hand, you got like this trendy little restaurant that's sitting right on 95th Street at 3339 West 95th Street, just sitting there. And it feels like you're in a downtown or near north side establishment, but you're right in Evergreen. So you don't have to drive far. You don't have to spend a lot. You don't have to pay a valet. You know what I'm saying? Like that cost add up enough on Valentine's Day. Again, like I'm lucking out with not having to get her flowers. But otherwise, I would have saved money and had a great time doing this. Um, did you see uh, that uh, one of the mayoral candidates for Chicago thinks he can just take Evergreen Park? I heard about that. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me. Wait, I'm, I'm going to hear your take out, on this. I was out already this past week with a bunch of guys from the neighborhood, and, and everybody was laughing about it. Like Gary McCarthy, who I, he was used to be like uh, the, the police chief, the superintendent, yes. right? Yes. He was like, he was an out-of-town hire, too. So here's a guy. Here's a guy who wasn't originally from here, becomes an out-of-town hire, and comes in as as the superintendent. But I mean, now he wants to be mayor of Chicago, and he's, his belief is he's going to fix all the problems in Chicago by swallowing up like Oak Lawn and and Evergreen Park. Yeah, that's and- what he said. He actually said that in a debate. And he was like, "I'm going to fix the pension. How are you going to do that? Well, you know, the money's right there. It's just a flick of a pen, and I can just <laughs> annex these suburbs." And I was like, what? what? First of all, he can't do that. He has no power. No. There's no way that they're going to no. be able to annex it. Because guess what? Evergreen Park will be a ghost town. There'll be four sale signs everywhere. It'll <laughs> <laughs> like, be the mass exodus of Evergreen Park. There'll be like wagon trains. I imagine like, you know, the Oregon Trail. Like People are just like, people are just slapping horses. You got your family in the back and you're just on your way down 99th Street and you're heading west. <laughs> another show is wrapped up another show's in the books another show is wrapped up and then by the looks it's gonna be a good one and we'll see you next week and the nude is Another show is wrapped up another show is wrapped up another show is wrapped up and it's in the books Another show is wrapped up, another show is wrapped up, and by the looks, it's gonna be a good one. Nudie's Basement, broadcast, basement, the Nudie's Basement, the Broad Basement. Slancha. That was like Dropkick Murphys or something, right? I felt like it. 
Are you or someone you know looking to learn how to play a musical instrument this year? Then you should be checking out Westgate Music School, 6527 West 127th Street in Palos Heights. Private music lessons for all instruments, including guitar, piano, drums, voice, bass guitar, violin, banjo, ukulele, and more. Are you a vocalist? Are you ready to play a musical instrument and looking to join a group? Westgate Music School offers group classes for rock band, acapella vocal, and barbershop quartet. Students of all ages and ability levels will have the opportunity to perform three times a year in a student concert. Gift certificates for Westgate are also available. More information, call 708-586-7002 or go to westgatemusicschool.com. The EP Podcast. Heard everywhere podcasts can be found. And always at theeppodcast.com.